American dream is not dead. Listen to Neil and Jeff share their leadership experiences through a new kind of leadership podcast. This is The American Hustle. I'm leveled up. And this is my world. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, however you are joining us. This is The American Hustle, where we believe the American dream is not dead dead. That's right. You have the mobility and ability to continue to move forward despite your circumstances by the effort that you put into it. This is that podcast where we have quality organic conversations discussing the things that can make you uniquely successful. My name is Neil with SFJ 4x4 and joined in the SFJ 4x4 studio, our producer, Uh, Jeff Sharmani. The and Italian Stallion. I'm just interrupting him here. Oh, no, you're good. All right. So, so right. do what do you want him to do? Do you going to tell him? I am going to tell. Oh, okay. But I'm, the, I'm ta- gonna... the Italian Stallion is going to tell you. Wow, he makes it very difficult. <sighs> so, anyways, <laughs> we're, we we want to talk about first. Last episode, we were talking about climbing out of rock bottom. Yes. So this episode, we're going to kind of extend that a little bit, and we're going to talk about the the fool's gold theory. Yeah, and I'm really excited to unpack this. We we will unpack that in a minute, but first, give us that five star review, like, subscribe, whatever you need to do to make sure that you're getting these updates as we release these episodes. Absolutely, folks, and we uh, are growing as a, a podcasting uh, entity, and we thank you for that. Uh, this obviously is a semi spinoff of a wildly successful automotive driven podcast called I Speak Jeep. If you are into vehicles, that is a cool automotive lifestyle podcast that you're going to want to check out. This is the podcast where we talk about the things that uniquely make us different in our approach. And ultimately, we share a combined 40 years of failing forward between Jeffrey and I and uh, and kind of share with you in an organic matter uh, how you know how we've adapted and overcome through a number of situations or how we found some success but in today's episode we're going to be talking about how sometimes that success is a little bit of a, a double-edged sword yeah and so uh, as a purveyor of entrepreneurship I'm excited to talk about not only my own situations uh, encountering this but also businesses that I see out there uh, Jeffrey suggested this topic in preparation of the podcast and I thought hey that's really cool because in general we're gonna be talking about success management correct that was how you that was how you you pitched it to me correct um, and of course, we could call it success management for the the titles on 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 that there uh, podcast title, but you know, fool's gold is way more catchy. Absolutely, right? So that's folks. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a conversation about managing uh, your success or the perception of success. Correct. And uh, and potentially measuring that a little bit to say, are are you actually successful? Are you just on the upswing? Um, and then how does society perceive you as well? And I, I'm sure Jeffrey will have some concepts, you know, how he's imagined this, this topic. I'm going to tell you how to get involved with this podcast because without you, our listeners, uh, Jeffrey and I would just be talking to each other and we do enough of that throughout the day. So realistically, this podcast is for you, our listener. We're going to tell you how to get involved with us near the end uh, at our quote of the week. So stay tuned for that as well. Absolutely. So your thoughts on Fool's Gold, Jeffrey. Obviously, you you pitched it. So where were you coming from when you... So I kind of thinking about different things with 
when climbing out of rock bottom, you're going to reach stages where you think you've gotten to the top. You think you've you've made it finally. You're out of that rock bottom pit. Yeah. And then that rock that you're holding on to just slips out and boom, you're right back down there. Yeah. And because you are preparing for that success and you're excited for that success, you weren't ready for that rock to slip out. That's why you fell all the way back down. So my thought about that was uh, commonly in society, the most common and easy one to reference is the lottery made me broke. Mm -hmm. Uh, You come into a fortune, you think, hey, everything's great. I can go buy all this stuff. And you don't think about all the implications that come with that you've got or the consequences. So you buy Absolutely. you buy a mansion with 100 acres and then you realize you've got to pay property tax and upkeep and utilities on all of that. Mm-hmm. Your millions of dollars that you won in the lottery is spent on buying it all, not Absolutely. on the upkeep. Yes. So it's and, kind and of that theory. The idea that the... Uh, you know, professional sports team rookie goes out and buys an elaborate, uh, you know, supercar or or sports car. Yeah. And they go out and they use their signing bonus. And this could be whatever, you know, big uh, professional athlete or, or musician. And, and, you know, they, they, they take that, they buy the sports car. And unfortunately, the sports car, the, the initial purchase is, is just a fraction of the of the upkeep of it. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I I've absolutely seen and, and heard that concept before. Um, and I think that that's uh, a incredible challenge that entrepreneurially people aren't always prepared for. Right. Because, quite frankly, Society spends a lot of time focusing on the superficial aspects of success. Um, this this concept that I see uh, this lottery winner, this professional athlete, this young, uh, and when I young, mean young, I don't mean in age, but uh, new entrepreneur driving this fancy vehicle or acquiring these expensive goods. Uh, they don't actually see the struggle below the waterline, yeah. right? The the tip of the ice, the iceberg theory um, that we're just looking at that superficial. Now, the challenge is as society, and, and, and this is the piece that I irritates me and I can't quite figure out. Society continues to allow ourselves to be uh, mystified and uh, tricked into believing that that is success. Well, and that is exactly why I wanted to call it the fool's gold theory. Yes. Because look at how many people during the gold rush Mm -hmm. would go out and they'd find these nuggets that they thought were gold. They're like, I made it big. And they're going out and they're they're putting out all this money, taking loans on stuff. And it turns out that they didn't actually have any money. And now they're bankrupt. Some of them were going to jail over it. Sure. I mean, it was just a complete mess. Well, and, and, and again, uh, you know, you use the, the example of, of, you know, trying to climb up out of rock bottom and your, your handhold slips out from, you know, underneath you and you're, you're falling back down again yep. uh, quickly. That is, uh, you know, the analogy is there just to, in general to be like, hey, I, I thought I could rely on blah. Right. And that is my frustration with businesses in general and specifically uh, during COVID. And I have uh, no qualms to say that if you closed uh, during 
COVID or shortly thereafter, like within that. If your cause is COVID. If your cause is COVID, you weren't running a good business. Yep. That's the reality of the situation. I'm not, I'm sorry, not sorry. The fact that you're reliant as a business is the fact that your lack of preparation uh, caused you to close. I I don't feel bad, you know? I I do feel bad for your employees. I feel bad for the people who were receiving services from you. I don't feel bad for you as the business, the corporation, the whatever, because quite frankly, um, the idea is that if one handhold should falter, you should be able to hold on um, and steady yourself. You might drop back a little bit. I'm going to go a step further and use rock climbing as an actual reference here when you're rock climbing you put anchor points in as you go yes you put anchor points in because you can't trust your handholds you have to understand that there is chance of breakaway there is chance of slippage yes and you put those anchors in as a safety net so that you don't fall right and the issue is that these um businesses and individuals became reliant on a falsehood this idea that uh, that there was a particular level of revenue coming in that satisfied overhead that then paid, uh, you know, paid, paid, you know, wages and and <clears throat> cost of goods and doing business and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I recognize that there's a lot of people out there, you know, claiming that the government did this, that and the third. I, you know what? My my big take on life is I don't really care what the government does. Um, you know, when it infringes upon me, I, I understand the challenges there. But as a business owner, it is my job to protect my entity first and foremost. Yes. Um, and so whether or not, you know, throughout life as an entrepreneur, people are going to have their hand out. They're going to want a cut of it. They're going to want a little piece of it. I don't, I don't care if that's a, an individual, uh, somebody who has offered you funding or a governmental agency. Uh, ultimately, that's always going to be there. And so if they're like, oh, yeah, but the government shut this down from me. Uh, okay, cool. You should have had a slush fund in the background. You should have had some assets that you could sell. Have a pivot um, point. There has to be that that pivot point or that anchor point you were saying yeah. as far as the climbing reference. Uh, I can't agree with that more. And so a little bit of that is 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 built off of the fool's gold theory that these folks took out massive operating loans. They, they transitioned their entire lifestyle. They put all their eggs in one basket, whatever cliche you want to use. Um, the idea is that when the the bottom falls out, the handheld falls, you know, the, the handhold falls away from you. There has to be some way to manage that. Yes. And of course, um, as we, we, we talk about, uh, one of the things that the, the topics you had brought up previously was on the way to success, you have to, um, you have to put these anchor points. We didn't really intend to use that as an analogy, but it's a it's a great kind of a, a spinoff. You have to put these anchor points in place, yeah. right? Because quite frankly, if you are a novice climber and uh, you're trying to summit, uh, let's just even do something nominal and call it a hundred foot climb, which yeah. is it's pretty you know let's call it a hundred foot sheer climb, which is still pretty pretty extreme. I mean that's intense for a novice for sure, hundred percent, and a you know, a fire truck ladder truck comes in and offers to take you two thirds of the way up and puts you at, you know, 66 feet yep. up in the air because now all of a sudden you've hit that lotto, you sign that signing bonus, or you're an entrepreneur who has a good idea. And we all, we've talked about this before. 
people have inheritances, they have uh, other investments and angel and investors, angel investors and that kind of stuff. They go, Hey, I, I believe in your product. I, I think you're a really swell person. I'm going to, I'm going to give you some cash to move this forward. They're right? the ladder truck giving you that lift. That's They're the really ladder good, truck. I like that. They're the ladder truck giving you that lift. So you're a novice climber. And now all of a sudden you're starting ahead of the, you're starting ahead of the curve. Yep. Uh, the challenge is you have no appreciation for the summit that you're attempting to pursue. Right. Right. You didn't, you didn't get your bearings at, at four feet off the ground. Right. You didn't, you didn't work your hands into the rock around eight feet. You know what I mean? Those, you didn't, you didn't settle your nerves at 12. Those things are in, in indicators are indicative of a successful organic process of growth. Yep. Now, if you're a seasoned climber, uh, sure, take the helicopter to the top of the, to the top of the mountain and climb the last hundred feet. You know what I mean? If you're a, a, a dedicated seasoned climber, um, you're, you're you're and a lot of those dedicated seasoned climbers will be like, no, I'm not taking the chopper. Well, no doubt, right? They actually in, enjoy the climb yeah. from the bottom, and I think that that is a really an interesting concept about the fool's gold, right? Because there is a large swath of society who see the ladder truck yeah and they go hey i can i can quickly attain the same level as that seasoned climber yep um but unfortunately you you don't have the appropriate anchor points because now you're starting two-thirds of the way into you the game took shortcuts you took shortcuts yep right and and so i said i was going to share uh you know some of my potentially I mean, they're not vulnerable, but it is a little bit about my own personal experience. Along the way of uh, the journey and full-time pursuit of uh, our parent company, I had people offer to invest and sizable investments. And um, I struggled. Uh, people who are within my my immediate circle know just how how much I struggled, the kind of the deep darkness that I, I endured. Um, and you know, almost, uh, losing my house a couple times, almost losing my marriage, yeah. uh, you know, n never driving a, a particularly great vehicle or an ideal vehicle, um, within, within, within means, you know, and, uh, a number of things, uh, draining accounts and collection calls and all those kinds of things. And I had people offer, to fund uh, myself or the business in kind of large, uh, what would be kind of life-changing investments. Yeah. And within reason, never took one of them. Because, and I say this kind of tongue-in-cheek, cheek, I wouldn't have known what to do with it. So that was the, the issue. Now, I, I can actually say there's probably detriment there as well, but... The, the issue is that for me, it was that fire truck ladder that would have taken me too far yep. up the mountain and <clears throat> I needed to have more structured and focused investments. And I think that's very smart because I personally fell for the fool's gold and I took the investments and I squandered it because I invested it poorly. Right. And, and, and that's not just by any means for our listeners, that's not just you by, you know right, what I mean? Right. That is the, 
large swath. I mean, people talk about most businesses failing within, you know, a year or three years, whatever the statistic you want to adhere to. Yeah. It is simply because of that. It is because people looking in go, hey, you know what? I got this inheritance for uh, a quarter million, a hundred thousand, fifty thousand. I don't care what it is. Well, and, right? I don't, and, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be that inheritance or that that initial investment. It's how it portrays an initial level of success in the coming months after you received it. Yes. And that is where that false sense of security comes from. Which I think is a, an interesting thing that I do want to segue into and, and prioritize as a talking point. Yeah. Right? Because uh, our initial part of this conversation uh, here has been about, you know, those those anchor points, those milestones, the the the, the ladder truck, the season uh, climber versus the rookie climber, right. uh, potential investments. Um, I think that kind of that next important talking point about fool's gold is what you're transitioning us to in conversation is the idea that let's say that before you even fail in your own uh, utilization of these funds or utilization of this uh, cultural perception of success, yeah. right? Because that's ultimately what I, I, I said no to because I didn't want to squander that money. I didn't want to cob that up for yeah. somebody else, right? Um, I had gotten myself into that mess. I was bound and determined to get myself out of it. Uh, and, and again, I could have done it better. I, I recognize that. And that's one of the challenges that eventually I want to make sure that I get into giving back to other businesses is it was one of the challenges I didn't have a mentor to help me climb. I didn't yeah. have a climbing partner, right? That's yet another talking point, but where you're transitioning in this conversation is so incredibly valuable to so many people because it's relative and it's about perspective, right? It, I've talked a lot of times about making soap out of your kitchen. It's one of my favorite quote unquote business models. Uh, right now, if you're making soap out of your kitchen, good for you. Follow your dream. Take the title of CEO off your Instagram post right now, <laughs> right? It, you're not a CEO, uh, but I admire what you're doing in life. Keep grinding. So let's say that you're making soap out of your kitchen. You're selling it on the craft fairs on the weekend. Now somebody walks by and says, hey, you know what? I've got a really neat little uh, a boutique downtown could be wherever yeah i'd like to put a, a purchase order in for uh for 5g for your soaps right i need it in 30 days i want 5g you know at you know 30 percent or 40 percent or whatever it is um that's gonna look like a ton of money that's gonna look like you made it right yeah um and so that's a that's a, a relative success point, right? I'm I'm just making soap in my kitchen. I'm I'm happy to make 50, 80, 100, 150, 300 dollars on a weekend at a craft fair, and now all of a sudden somebody's going to give me 5G for my soaps in 30 days. <clears throat> I'm going to have that same success that uh, I think that you can talk about when you open up uh, an incredibly professional storefront in a high trafficated area uh, with huge. Um, you know, opportunistic marketing that happened for you. Right. Right. So what did that feel like in your fool's gold? Right. So we have the soap guy, but we also have your situation where uh, all of a sudden you took, you know, the third to fifth largest city in Pennsylvania and you look like you were the, the, you know, the, the, the baby and youth products gurus. Right. So what happens? What happens is we had, uh, like you said, a very professional storefront 
we had a very professional and and impressive setup inside yeah you had a nice uh, inventory uh, right you, you've you've told st- me before yeah we started off with a, a great level of inventory we had a community awareness setup so we had people coming in being part of it even decorating by putting their handprints on the walls mm-hmm. uh using st- colored stamps and they would stay permanently yep uh so it was the the first six months of being in business we looked like we made it like rock stars we were we rocking away yep and Fool's Gold happened. I realized that we actually were not being as successful as we thought, and the sales started to slow down. the The glory of the new business went away a little bit. Yes, and we just kind of settled in until we had to close. Yes, and and, and there's all the excuses in the world that you can make, but ultimately, it was that we fell for that Fool's Gold mentality. Yeah, it's so hard to keep that level of operation. I think that's one of the biggest challenges in that success journey. And so when we go back to that kind of dry statement of success management is the idea that you have your particular starting point. And we'll go back to that rock climbing uh, summit um, of zero to 100 feet. You have that rock climbing journey and, and ultimately you should be putting those anchor points in along the way. Now, when you get to a uh, a, a height that appears successful. The issue is that it could be like a marathon you're running. It could be the, you know, the, the rock climb that's happening. But the idea is that like, oh, wow, I have to keep doing this. I have to keep going. I'm tired. I'm achy. Uh, it takes a ton of time, energy, and resource to continue to move upwards while putting those safety pieces in place. Well, and and I can tell you, uh, just from experience and learning, one of the things that you should do is you get to that point at six months, we should have built ourselves a camp, yep, a resting point. Yep. Instead, we kept pushing and we kept spending money where we didn't need to spend money Yes. because we were so excited about success that we were like, oh, well, good. Now we can just upgrade this. Now we can do this. Yes. Now we can do that. And, well, instead, and, and of, it doesn't... instead of taking a moment, building a camp, setting up and going, okay, these are established things. We're going to run with this for a while. Uh, It doesn't help too, because again, if we go back to that superficial uh, societal expectation, if you are surrounded by people who are just kind of filling your head um, with, oh man, you've made it. Hey, how about you give me a discount on this? Oh, hey, yeah, you made it. Well, why don't you come in on, on Sunday for three hours and sell me this X, Y, and Z thing as well? Yeah. People are going to keep taking from you, even if it's not even financially uh, coming in and wanting donations, or uh, you know, or or finances in in a in a governmental situation, people are going to try and get a little piece of your success. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we and, we would literally have people that would come in and and ask us to spend an hour with them, teaching them how to use baby carriers and and wraps and all those types of the slings and everything, and then they would go and buy it on Amazon or somewhere yeah, else, and it's yeah. like. Okay. Yeah, you just what, what? What can we do to change that? How could we? And, and society and we doesn't we, understand that they stole from you. Correct. Right. Society doesn't understand that, and and in and in and, some capacity. But did they steal from you, or as a business owner, did you make? In our case, did we make the mistake of giving them that free? Well, and you product? know what? I am so glad that you you did that because I, I would hate for that to be taken out of context. Because you, you're right, um, because I think that that. 
you you're basically as a business owner, you're stealing from yourself. You're stealing from yourself when you, when you dedicate that much you time are. to. Correct. I think that that is that is really the focus, and that's more in line with how I look at the world. Is to say that. The fault is on the business owner. Yes. Uh, because I certainly was guilty of that. The people who came in and solicited my time and energy and resources in the beginning, I allowed that to happen. I believe that I was uh, investing uh, in the time and energy of, of, of that person, of the growth of the business as a whole. And and I think there is a time and place, and it is Agreed. appropriate to invest in your customer That's to why I want to make sure that I come up with that clarification. Say, I don't think it's them stealing. It's about a mismanagement uh, of, of your own resources as a business owner. Correct. Right? And, and being able to put those anchor points in yourself in that in that moment. Right. To say, hey, I'm going to teach you how to do all these things, these wraps and whatnot. Right. Um, but I, I need to do then a hard sell at the end to push this product on you here at the shop. Yeah. You it's know? either it's either a hard sell or, hey, if you want to come in for a lesson. We charge this fee. Yes. Or, hey, you buy the product and we'll spend this much time with you doing a which lesson. is all things that There's- in our flagship parent company we do correct um and and we've gotten better about at sfj and you just have to keep getting better at that and that's a little bit of building that camp when you get to you're coming up the you know 10 15 20 30 feet the air is getting a little thin you have to reevaluate and go hey how how do we how do we come back and build that camp how do we sharpen our axe to go back to one of my favorite talking points of this podcast um and and how do we not give away our time, but invest in our customers. Yeah. And that's a part of that success management because as we become more successful, people are going to look in and go, oh, well, you can just do this for me. You know, and I know a number of, of whom I believe are very successful um, entrepreneurs. And while they are, you know, appropriate about how they invest in the community, it is that it is an investment, right? They are doing things with intentionality. They're not just squandering their time, energy, and resources, their funds, their products, their goods, those types of things. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the fool's gold um, mentality is that there is a number of businesses. So let's Go back to my soap in the kitchen, and now you've you've got a five thousand dollar check in your pocket, and you were happy two months ago to make uh, three hundred dollars on the month going to the craft fairs. Yeah, right. Now all of a sudden you got that five thousand dollar check. What you realistically should you should be doing is you should be operating as if you were the business you were six weeks ago. Correct. Three weeks ago, you stay that level despite the fact that you now have this push of an investment right and you have to then set up a nominal growth structure to to create yourself into that five thousand dollar business right but unfortunately what i think happens all too often is now that person gets that five thousand dollar check they're ready to produce that product and somebody they get online and they they, they're like hey you know our soap's going to be in this boutique it's going to be this really big deal you know they do a big push which is what you were talking about with your uh your baby goods store you do a big social awareness campaign now you're drumming up a lot of uh, a, a lot of attention and now another show comes in and goes hey you know what you you made it we, how about you sponsor our show? Yeah. So now all of a sudden you're still that three hundred dollar soap business. Yep. 
And and this show goes, hey, why don't you sponsor us? Thousand bucks. We'll put your name on the front of this craft show, you know, next month. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. I'll do that. Yeah. And then you're like, well, and I got to spend another 2000 on upgrading all my equipment so I can handle all the sales. So I can get. handle the sales. Okay. That money's gone. You're yep. still a $300 soap making business. Yep. Because because you grew too fast, right? And that's how we 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 have traditionally talked about it in in entrepreneurship and and in success management statements. People talk about growing too fast, uh, too much too too much success too soon. Yep. Um, those are all the normalized cliches in our, you know, in this industry, you become that flash in a pan and that's exactly what our business was. And that's, you know, we being through that directly and seeing it firsthand, I can understand it at a whole new level and appreciate it more than just hearing those cliches. Yeah. And that is the underpinnings, if you will, of fool's gold. Uh, this was a fantastic talking point. Uh, we always try to keep them, uh, relatively, uh, short and sweet. Uh, we really, however, need your input. We want to hear the topics that you want to talk about. We want to talk about how these things may or may not uh, be applicable to your life. So reach out to us. You can email Jeffrey directly at jeffc at sfj. 4x4.com or you can hit us up on our text only number 440-855-2100 let us know how we're doing and if you have a topic that you would like us to talk through or you know some type of uh you know feedback that you think would be beneficial to uh this podcast we rely on you our listeners to keep this driving forward so without further ado jeffrey has the quote of the week or at least i hope so usually does and this is my world now it's fine to celebrate success but it is more important to heed the lessons of failure and that's bill gates oh good old billy boy it's fine to celebrate success but it's more important to heed the lessons of failure. And and I'm just going to go back to our soap making business. You're still a $300 yep. soap making business and understand the trials and tribulations that the drive, the passion, uh, what got you to even doing that in the first place. You can, you can take a moment to, I do think it's really valuable to take a moment and, and be in awe of what you've accomplished, mm-hmm. being in awe of the fact that you you got your first five thousand uh, dollar check for the boutique, um, but don't stay there too long. And I'm right. And I'm gonna just as a, a tool to end it on. I'm just gonna say, when you reach that level and you're ready to invest in your business, before you expand your business too fast, look at ways that you can invest that'll make you more profitable first. Not more gross income, but more profitable. Profitable and efficiency. Those are your first two things that you want to invest in. And then from there, now you can start to expand. Once you've reached a level of efficiency and profit level, that allows you to continue that expansion. Undoubtedly. That is super cool. Good tool for the ending there. Folks, we've had a great time with you. Make sure you uh, make sure you like and, and share this with somebody. Let them know uh, that this podcast is out there. Um, and then obviously reach out to us and, and give us some feedback. We're looking forward to hearing from you. It is time for you to change the world. Get out there and get hungry. And stay hungry. And this is my world.
The American dream is not dead. We want to help you along the way. With over 40 years of combined leadership experience, we want to help you succeed. Share your stories, ask us questions, and believe in the American dream. Through heart and hustle, we will show you the path of success and hopefully have a little fun along the way. You can email us at jeffc at sfj4x4.com or text us at 440-855-2100. Until next time, lead with your heart and keep hustling.